welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and Kyle, this minute made me reminisce about my favorite kisses in cinema. Ooh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I mean... Is is one of them from this very movie from a couple of... Well, I mean, this minute made me, well, no, this minute made me, because I think this is just a, we're going to talk about it, right? But Rain on the bridge. Yeah, but it made me think of like Casablanca, Mm -hmm. uh, an officer and a gentleman. Okay. Even, even another, well, Marvel movie that we have discussed on another podcast, Spider-Man, right? Mm, Stuff like that. Uh, Wild Things. Oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe shouldn't be on this list. or a bit of a deep cut, but I like it. (laughs) Or The Shining, Uh you know, I mean... (laughs) I, I was I, for, to that list. I was on something I recently rewatched, and that's come up in this a couple times. Is uh, the Mask of Zorro, like Captain oh. Jones and Antonio Banderas, when they kiss, they go for it. Oh, like I don't know yeah. what their situations were at the time, but like that is not like the 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 beautiful yet chaste movie kissing of like Princess Bride. Like oh, no. they were like full on like okay, separate those two. Wasn't Mask of okay? So The Shining, and I hope somebody chuckled when I said that because <laughs> you're probably like, "What the hell kisses you talking about?" I'm talking about the kiss in the room. Uh-huh. And that was a yeah. joke. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> but wait, Mask of Zorro. Mask of Zorro. That is what that is definitely on my list of movies that I went in expecting nothing because mm-hmm. it was some it was somewhat of an event movie at yeah. the time when it came out, and I was thoroughly happy coming out of that movie. Yeah, for those of you who haven't watched it in a really long time, Patrick H. Williams just did a video on YouTube about how great it was, and I had forgotten how great it was. Uh, and so I actually I watched it again, and, and he's absolutely right. It is, it is still it, – that holds up immensely well. And it was really good because he makes the comparison that it is one of the best superhero origin stories ever. And I was like, what? And, you, and when you look at it, he's absolutely right. Yes! They need to take oh, that, wow. make a Batman Beyond movie with that template, and in it. But we're not here anyway. to talk about. Anyway, I digress. Or, or Batman. We're here to talk about the Incredible Hulk, specifically the film from 2008, directed by one Louis Leterrier. We are picking up where we left off, which is on the helicopter where Bruce has decided to be a hero by possibly committing suicide. <laughs> well, and and as we talked about in the last minute, yeah. I was wrong with my ears. It's not they had a that Bruce and Thunderbolt did not have a man baby. They say something else, and now we learn the conclusion of that. So yeah, so right right away from here here we are, uh, and we're going to get into some controversy because what Bruce said was we made this deal, all of us, and he looks at Ross and he looks at Betty, and they all like, yeah, we did make this deal. What the hell are they talking about? What deal? What, what? deal? I looked at this from a bunch of different ways and I cannot fathom what deal it is that they're talking about. This is another victim of the weird editing that's going on in these last like 10, 15 minutes. I assume that maybe in the original opening sequence when you had like, we saw that uh, delete the scene in this exact location, just, you know, uh, about 10,000 feet lower. All Uh, right. They were uh, talking about, I know what you said to him. Like Betty said, I know what you the deal. I think she said, didn't she say deal? I say, I remember, I know what you told him, why he left and stuff too. And we still oh, know right. what that is. Right. This seems like I connected to that. So what is it? So do you have any rampant speculation on what the deal? I mean, like, well, that we I, agreed that the, we would keep the Hulk under control and we no, would. No, 
I I think what this is, I, I think you could read a lot into that. that yes, line. I would like to read a lot into this. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> if you wanted to not your head not to explode, what this is saying is, look, we had a deal that we were we were all chart we were going into uncharted waters of the science of this. Mm-hmm. We knew there were risks, Those and that we would take responsibility out. for anything right? that happened. For I them. mean, and and so and well, and that's interesting because that's a change in the agreement quote unquote Mm -hmm. in that the agreement is okay. We're all going to, I'm going to do what I have to do to fix the situation. Well, that that's not staying on the run for a few years. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess in his mind, he was continuing the deal because he was trying to stop it. Whereas Ross was trying to, you know, bottle it. I think in the moment it makes sense under further inspection, Mm -hmm. it falls apart. (laughs) Yeah. There's something out there that we're missing that, that that just references. And and once again, that stuff happens all the time, but why is it still in the movie? Like why do you keep it in there when it clearly just refers to a dead plot line, right? It's an alternate universe that never happened. Um, So uh, Ross says, land us near it. And Bruce says, no, keep us high. Open the back door. And then Ross sort of like nods at the dudes in there. The guys are like, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, these are like really loyal soldiers that we've never seen before who are just sure. like, oh, we're the helicopter. Do you want us to open the back? Okay. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen to this is, but like, I got an order. So I guess I'm going to follow it. So good soldiers. Well, remember, this is this is Ross's C team at this point. <laughs> these are the guys who are just like, Dude, it's we're the just general. happy to be here. <laughs> I'm hoping for a promotion. I'll do whatever. I'm there. Before we get into what Bruce actually does and stuff to it, because we'll, we're going to talk about the, uh, the the motion and that kind of stuff, I want to talk about a little bit of where this comes from. Like, why is Bruce jumping out of a helicopter? Uh, and the reason is, is because this was established in the comic books. So I'm going to take it on a little bit of a, of a history trip here. We're going we're gonna to go. I'm, I'll try to keep it interesting. So way back in the far off year of 2000... Uh, Marvel Comics was getting a little stale, so they were having a little trouble keeping people in. And also, the the number one thing that comic book uh, companies have been beating the drum about for the last like thirty years: how do we get kids to read comics? That all the comics are basically are the same people who read them, like me, who said who read them when they were kids, are still reading them, and no one is coming up behind and doing that. So they decided to do something new. They said, "Okay, what if Spider Man happened now?" In the year 2000, what if this year, in the year 2000, a 16-year-old kid was bitten by a spider? How would his world be different? And so they came up with something called Ultimate Spider-Man. So it was Spider-Man issue number one. It was about a kid in the year 2000 who has all this stuff. So he has a cell phone. He has a friend. I mean, like he, like all, he has the internet, all that stuff. So it's not that, that weird 60s thing that we see with uh, gotcha. Spider-Man where it's always that that vibe of like, you know, Peter Parker's going to the malt shop with Mary Jane. Oh, what's Gwen Stacy going to do? That Archie thing that was sort of like inspired by it. This yeah, is like, yeah, this right. is like much more inspired by like the CW kind of shows. Like the, it's, right. it's very much that and written by Brian Michael Bendis, drawn by Mark Bagley. Um, and so they started that and it was a monstrous success. But from Spider-Man comes a universe. So because of the huge success of that, then all of a sudden they're like, okay, well then if that's happening, what do the X-Men look like? What do the Avengers look like in this universe? And so they spun things out of it. And uh, that's when it all started to fall apart. <laughs> so all the Spider-Man is amazing. It's still like, it still is a great, 
a hundred plus issues that of like telling a great Spider-Man story. But the more stuff they put in, the more they had like, here's Ultimate Doctor Strange, here's Ultimate Green Goblin, here's Ultimate Wolverine. It, it just got more and more convoluted. And within four or five years, it was a massive comic book universe full of all kinds of characters, and it was just as incomprehensible as the regular MCU. And so no right. new fans were coming to read them because of that. But I digress. This is not a comic book comic book. This is about Incredible Hulk. And here's where I circle back to Hulk. So in March of 2002, they hired Mark Miller and Brian Hitch to create their version of the Avengers. But they didn't call them the Avengers. They called them the Ultimates. So Mark okay. Miller was was hot off of um, a bunch of stuff he had done for, for, for DC, well, Wildstorm, but DC, um, really adulty kind of superhero stuff. So they're like, okay, this guy's going to have a fresh take on it. Uh, Brian Hitch's artwork still is amazing. But if you remember what 2002 was like, uh, this is probably the most 2002 book there is because it is now reading one of the most jingoistic male, uh, you know, like a toxic masculine, uh, you know, oorah ridiculousness. I mean, like it was like lauded, like, I'll be like, this is the greatest comic we've ever written. And I read it now and I'm like, Wow, this did not age well. Because interesting, just, yeah. So it, I'll give you a, a for instance. Uh, obviously, this is all my opinion. This is not the the majority opinion, but uh, this is just telling you like this is where I stand on on the ultimates. And I I have bought them all. I've met Mark Miller. I've gotten his autograph. Like I mean, I I've, I've done my due diligence as a comic fan. So I I've earned my uh, old comic book fan. Uh, you know, uh, man yells at cloud. Uh, so. <laughs> So, you know, it's approximately what, and it's interesting to see the Ultimate Universe ends up being a a darker, meaner template of what the MCU would become. Oh. So they basically took the best stuff from it, and then and and and, and that that'll happen uh, as as this as Marvel movement moves on. You'll you'll see more of that stuff coming through. The first bad guy, the the Ultimates had to fight was the Hulk because they got the Ultimates together, and the Ultimates were all really bored. They had nothing to do, and they were going to like, okay, I guess we didn't really need an ultimate, so we're going to disband them. So Bruce Banner's like, oh, they need a monster fight. I guess that'll be me. And he injected himself with the combination of uh, the super soldier serum and uh, stuff, and then became the, the Hulk so that they would have something to fight. Like, I did it. I saved the ultimates. Yay? So he went down into Times Square and started... And so their Hulk, the ultimate Hulk, is not Hulk smash. It's not the the uh, leave me leave Hulk alone. Nope. He is a rampaging id monster uh, who uh, is constantly horny. Uh, he hates <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, he insisting that he's straight, that he's not a sissy all the time. He is. Oh my god, uh, we were in such weird is times. <laughs> awful. He is what? terrible. He is one of the worst characters. So they, they fight him, they, they beat him, and then it's like, yay, the uh, Ultimates, you know, beat the monster. And so Bruce Banner turns, he turns back to Bruce Banner, and he's standing there. And so Ultimate Captain America uh, comes up to him and be like, uh, are you all right, son? Or are you fine? He's like, oh, yeah. And the monster's gone? Yeah, it's gone. And Captain America says, good. And he kicks him in the face and breaks his jaw. America! Because America, Ultimate Captain America is the ultimate dick. What? He is a what? full, he is everything bad about america at that time was captain america and so this well, was a scottish man who has very strong feelings about america writing captain america and let's say some of his probably things are not, not saying he's wrong about some of the stuff he believes but i don't really think i need to have that kind of captain america but uh, once again 
my opinion. Uh, and this is so, so weird. This, this is all from like 2002? Yeah, it was notoriously late. Uh, but uh, it read 2002, 2003, 2004. I mean, like, it's a, Brian Hitch is an amazing artist, but it takes him a long time because he's super detailed. But that's uh, interesting to see. Like, okay, to, it, that's like post 9 11. That's yes. what your content and that's yeah. what your character arcs are. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's uh, so, crazy. but some stuff, I mean, some stuff did come good from the ultimate universe, like the Chitari were the big enemies of the oh, Smith. Okay. And we know they eventually, they, they, we, we've heard of them. We've heard of them. They, they'll, they'll come up here in the Marvel movie at a time or two. Um, so uh, they are fighting the Chitari and things are not going well. Chitari are way more powerful than they are in, in, in the future of the MCU. Captain America says, we need to unleash the ultimate weapon. And so they bring out Banner. And so they put him up in a helicopter and they go, okay, so now it's time to deploy the Hulk. So they take poor 150 pound prisoner banner uh, in chains and they throw him out of the helicopter. Then the Hulk shows up. Uh, and then Captain America, of course, tells the uh, Hulk that the leader of the Chitari has, has slept with Betty. And so then the Hulk gets really mad about this and goes after them to, and, and, and eats him. The ultimate, ladies and gentlemen. Did he, did he really, did he really sleep with Betty? Oh. Captain, because oh. remember, ultimate oh, Captain dude. America is a dick. Wait, hold on. Okay, so you're telling me this scene, this is <laughs> so, that was the inspiration for okay. the scene. So I know I've been really rough on the Ultimate Hulk, uh, Incredible Hulk here for yeah. the last of it, but I can tell you, they did that idea so much better. Oh but, yeah, they, like, they took the idea of 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 Bruce Banner falling out of a helicopter and hitting the ground and becoming Hulk. Uh, and they made it so much better. So I just wanted to show you that's where this idea came from, and this is where it went to. And so this is a huge improvement over the comic book. So for those of you comic curious out there who are like, comics always better. Not, no, not always, because uh, we don't have to talk about the Hulk's poop, which they spent like yeah. almost half an issue talking about in the Ultimate. So you're saying they uh, they Forrest Gumped it. <laughs> in, in a way i mean the, the, the seriously the movie version of this is far better than than the the source material oh oh you mean yes oh i see what you mean that's yes, what i'm absolutely. saying <laughs> yeah yeah for those of you who are big fans of forrest gump oh. never read the book or don't the read the book <laughs> no don't do don't it do it okay so anyway we digress so <laughs> i'm a racist oh my god it's so it's well okay okay side note give us this moment yeah the, oh, we, my, we're so far into tangent. No, right my now. top two, because there isn't anything else. Well, okay, we're going to talk about something yeah, very we'll important. Talk, so well, yeah, we're going we're to get to it. We're, no, we're because to, to it. me, the, the Hall of Fame of movies that are infinitely better than the written source material, mm. Forrest Gump, but that's not number one. Oh, okay. Number one is The Iron Giant. Oh, interesting. The source, that book, <laughs> no, Brad Bird is a certified genius yeah we, i mean you already knew that you shouldn't yeah. just even get it from the iron giant no that's it's insane so wait okay so yeah there's, you, there's you a whole podcast in there we'll you, oh yeah no kidding yeah. um noted so, <laughs> so yeah so <laughs> the, the thing is, okay so this okay so bruce is a little cavalier in the fact that the love of his life is right there. And he's just going to be like, well, I'm going to jump out of a helicopter. I'm probably cured, but oh, well later. And so now. had to have like, she, Betty has to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Can we have a conversation before you throw yourself out of a helicopter? Which uh, they then go to the very edge of yeah, the door. Right. Of this helicopter, which is yeah. scary in itself. At the, at the time, uh, Bruce thinks he's cured. 
And so does, what does he I, think? Does he does he think this is this is total suicide? Like he's gonna fall I, on the sword? I guess it's one of the other like basically it's one or the other. Like either he's going to fall on the sword and die, or he'll transform into the Hulk and get to be a hero. So I mean I he's either it's the savior martyr right here, right, right there, you know. I'm gonna uh, so sacrifice sacrifice myself either way because yeah. that's the it's the only option. Yeah. Okay. So Betty says, What are you doing? Think about this. You don't even know if you'll change. You don't have to do this, please. This is insane. Very sensible. Everything she's saying, true, yes. accurate totally. to the time. Go, Betty. What and does he listen to her? Not at all. Betty is not well treated. What does he say? Uh, he says, great? Betty, I've got to try. Sorry. And then whew. Oh no! Well, no. Oh, kiss. I'm sorry. And then the kiss. We talked about the movie kiss, like on the. It was on the bridge. I think is what we talked about, right? Right. And I think this kiss is so much better than that one. Oh no! That's that's my. That's why I talked about kisses at the beginning. I was this like, is, how is this not ranked in the no, MCU? Kiss? This, this is great. Is the best one of the best MCU kisses of all time. Here's yes. why. Yes. Not only is it beautiful, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful moment between the two of them. It's the last thing he's going to do. Yeah. Before he plummets to his death. Yeah. Okay, you don't get better than that. You don't get this may be the best goodbye kiss of cinema. Oh wow. Apologies to Casablanca. That was, a, that was a big green gauntlet you just threw down. Gone with the wind. I know. I know what everybody's <laughs> saying. I know everyone's screaming right now. <laughs> no, no one's screaming gone with the wind. There's no one's screaming gone with the wind. <laughs> Jesus, good lord! <laughs> I'm listening into the future. No, 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 no nobody's saying that. No. no, but he. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. He's falling back. The last thing he wants, and you know what's mm -hmm. you know what's even more beautiful about this is you notice what he does right before he lets go with it with what? his lips as he's leaning back. But he opens his eyes oh. because he wants the last thing, thing he, he does to see her as his lips leave her lips. I will just That's, say this. Come on. That's, I mean, in this movie that does not have a lot of romance. That's, they, that's they to get what they achieved. And I'm, I know people are like, you got, you're going way too deep on this. No. Yeah. Well, after we just spent 15 minutes on comic books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, that is, it is a beautiful moment. And one of the things I know we have not spent almost any time talking about here. We are minute 92. Mm -hmm. Craig Armstrong's mm -hmm. score. Yeah soars during this it is yeah. absolutely beautiful this is a um a, from the score called bruce must do it and it is absolutely wonderful it really is great we're both not big we're, we're music fans but we're not music aficionados so no, we didn't no. we don't really have enough sophistication to talk but boy when i hear and when i hear something i like and I really like this. I had, I had the same note. I, had, I was like, yes. I, it was such a nice, sweet, you know, sweeping sort of tragic. Oh man. Yeah. Well, and it's there if you could call it, because again, I don't think we don't, we don't have, well, this is a whole other podcast, right? The, the <laughs> iconic nature of MCU scores. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. This movie kind of has a theme, you know, just like you have themes in different movie genre and movie franchises. This is kind of the Bruce and Betty theme. And it's just delivered perfectly. I mean, seriously, it's absolutely. If you have any of your streaming services that you have, you subscribe to for music, go and listen to Bruce must do it yeah. because it is just fantastic. It's one of the best tracks of the entire score. So, and getting back into the MCU connection, uh, Bruce drops backwards off the ramp. Very similar to the way a MCU hero will enter his movie. 
at the beginning of Iron Man 2, he will also step out of a aerial oh! vehicle and oh drop my down. God. How could I have uh, forgotten that? Right? Because you know Because so, that's the next the next in the in the MCU order. That's the and I'm movie. sort of sad because you know I, I love that movie. Yeah, and and I, I do know you love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway, let's just say uh, this. So yeah, so he he God. he bat, so he, he boom the, opens his eyes, absolute beautiful moment. The, they release their lips, he is falling backwards, mm-hmm. eyes are closed, yep. and the minute ends. Oh my god. Yeah. Like it's the Bruce, kiss to oblivion, right? Almost a fight club ending. It's, it's like step off and you're like, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, we'll have to find out in minute 93. If we wanted to, let's say people want to tell us what their best movie kisses are, hmm. where would they go? Well, I, I would say uh, you'd have to have some place that was like, that wasn't just, I don't know, just like you, you could reply on Twitter and stuff too, but then everybody's talking about it. You uh, no, the, oh, like, no, exclusive. This or, is yeah, yeah. Exclusive. you want to have something where people can just like gather together just to talk about this kind of cool movie stuff and not be uh, inundated with all the ads and everything of the outside world. You oh, want to no. have uh, a cool hangout spot, like a lounge where you could just oh, like right. sit around, like talk about movies and kisses and Hulk and all that kind of stuff. And there would be nothing weird about that at all. No, nothing. No, nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> just hanging out with other cool people who also want to talk about other movie kind of stuff. Right. And if you're looking for a place like that, we have a place like that. It's called the Marvel Movie Minutes and Next Real Film Podcast Executive Lounge, and it's on Facebook. You can find it over at facebook.com slash groups slash the next real. Come join, hang out, talk about kisses and hulks and whatever else you want to. Yeah, no, and anything. Well, I, well not 90, 94% of everything. But you know <laughs> uh, so we had a good time listening here. Uh, we'll be back for minute 93. We'll, we'll see what happens when Bruce... Uh, softly lands on uh, a series of awnings, and so they... <laughs> it could happen. You don't know. Could you, happen. You'll have to. You'll have to tune in to find out. We'll so, hope you have a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.